Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The following content is brought to you by Orange Thunder, Paul Bramblett, and Abigail 13. Hey everybody, it is Wednesday, and this is episode 569 of Nintendo Switchcraft. Today on the show, we're going to talk about Mario celebrating summer and how the internet just can't, they just can't handle it, Um, how Rocket League's new cross-progression works, we've got updates to games, we've got spiritual successors to old games, and we have a game that is very much pulling on my nostalgia strings. So we've got all that stuff to talk about on this episode of Switchcraft. If you didn't know, this show is brought to you live every single Monday and Wednesday on my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp, and on Fridays uh, over at uh, youtube.com slash runjumpstomp. So if you want to catch the live show, go to my Twitch channel, click on the heart icon. If you want to check out the YouTube channel, channel uh go there and hit subscribe and turn on all alerts by clicking on the bell because all of that stuff helps and then you'll get notified when i do a live show no matter where it is and if you're having trouble with all those urls you can simply go to runjumpstomp.com and there's all of the links right there that you need that's runjumpstomp.com the three things that mario does speaking of mario we've got some uh, nintendo news to talk about Uh, Let's start off with this tweet, this tweet from Nintendo of Europe, and it says, stay cool, Mario, and it shows Mario sitting there, he's got his shorts on, he's got his uh, sunglasses, he's got a pair of drinks, uh, one with a red straw in it, one with a green straw in it, so I'm going to assume the other one is for his, his good buddy Luigi, you can see a boat in the distance, and uh, Toad is windsurfing off in the distance. By the way, you know, a little aside, I have gone windsurfing, and that is incredibly hard to do. Like, when the when, when you fall off, and you'll fall off, and then you got to pick the sail back up, the sail gets full of water, and you're trying to lift it back up, and while you're doing that, the board that you're standing on is doing this tipping back and forth thing. It's very hard to do, but man, is it, it is it absolutely fun. So Nintendo of Europe tweeted this picture out, this uh, 3D render of Mario hanging out on the beach uh, next to a palm tree with some coconuts in it. And of course, the internet is like, oh, what does this mean? Is this because Super Mario Sunshine is coming? Is this, is this um, you know, are, are they referring to the rumors that we've had of a Super Mario collection? Obviously, this is what it means. I mean, hey, look, 
here, here, here's some more indication. Maybe it means Super Mario Sunshine 2. If you look at the picture, there's two drinks on it. So Super Mario Sunshine 2 is absolutely on its way, right? That's what everybody's assuming. But I think what a, what a lot of people are forgetting is that there was a tweet on August 22nd, 2019. This was last year. There was a tweet from Nintendo of America. And it showed uh, Mr. Mr. Mario, because that's actually his last name. I don't know if you know this, but his, his name is Mario Mario, and his brother's name is Luigi Mario, and that's why they call them the Mario Brothers, right? Um, that's that's canonical from that <laughs> that, that movie from the, the late 80s. Maybe it was early 90s. I can't remember. Uh, but anyway, uh, Nintendo of America tweeted out this picture last year of Mario enjoying some watermelon and it looked like he's kind of on a beach uh, in a way and oh my gosh you can actually see there's a tweet from me uh, right after that replying to it and I said cue speculation all right Uh, and then here's what they said last year this is what they said even Mario needs a little summer vacation no matter where your summer odyssey took you we hope it was filled with sunshine and then there were these two seeds on Mario's cheek because he's eating a watermelon so he's got these two seeds and everybody looked at that and they said (gasps) Super Mario Sunshine 2 is on its way and then that didn't happen and so now we have this tweet from Nintendo of Europe there's two glasses on the on the table Mario's sitting out in the sunshine and everybody's in everybody's everybody's uh, anticipating that this means that there's an imminent announcement. (sighs) I would really like that to be the case. I would love it. I would absolutely love it to get a new Super Mario Sunshine game. I would love to get that collection of 3D Mario games that includes Mario 64, uh, Super Mario Sunshine, Mario Galaxy, and Mario Galaxy 2. Like, that would be fantastic. I would love that to happen. But I I just well okay, it's not that I don't think it's going to happen. I just I don't think that this is in any way related to that. I will say Okay, so Nintendo's tweeting out these pictures every year now. I I anticipate that in 2021 if, you know, the planet still exists at that point, I assume that in 2021 sometime in August, Nintendo is going to make a tweet with Mario hanging out on the beach somewhere. And, of course, the internet, which can't remember, you know, yesterday. I mean, I say I've got goldfish memory. Uh, People forget a lot of this stuff. But um, uh, the internet's going to go crazy next August, too, when when Nintendo tweets out a, a similar picture. I do think that there's a very good chance that we may end up with that Mario collection. Do I think that we'll get a Super Mario uh, Sunshine 2? I doubt it. It would be awesome. I I really like Super Mario Sunshine. I know that there's a lot of people who didn't like that game. I know it was pretty buggy. I know that Nintendo shipped it too soon. But I really had fun playing that game. And I would love to see a revisit to Delfino Island, you know? I, I think that that would be awesome. That's, you know, that's the birth of Flood. That's where Bowser Jr. came from, 
I, at least I think so. I don't think he was in any other games before that. Um, I could be wrong about that, but I don't think so. So, look, all of the speculation around these tweets, Nintendo's just having fun. But good God, Nintendo. It's like, like there's no way that they don't know. There's no way that they don't know what he's do what they're doing here. And I think that they are sitting there at their computer and and you know, render this. Make sure there's two things on there. Okay, let's set it all up and let's tweet it out. And then let's laugh and laugh and laugh at everybody who speculates about what it all means. It doesn't mean anything. But I wish it did because that would be really really cool. All right, so here's my question uh, for a future mailbag. Uh, Would you like Super Mario Sunshine 2? Would you like a sequel to that game? Would you like that to come to Nintendo Switch? Uh, Let me know on Twitter. I'm at RunJumpStomp. There were a lot of people who were not so happy when Epic Games uh, purchased Psyonix. If you don't know who Psyonix is, they are the company that made Rocket League, which, um, just to give you a little background on me, I don't care about racing games outside of Mario Kart, and I don't care about sports games. So a, a game where you combine sports with uh, super fast cars is not something I was interested in, even a little. But then when I bought my Steam controller, I got a free copy of Rocket League, and I played it, and oh my god, one of the best games ever. Uh, And a lot of people were very, very unhappy when Epic Games purchased the developer, Psyonix Studios, because, you know, a lot of people don't like Epic Games. Uh, And they they didn't want um, Epic Games to be in control of Rocket League. But I think that Epic Games is making good changes to Rocket League. And I don't necessarily have a problem with Epic Games. I don't like the way that they do business sometimes. But for the most part, I think that what they're doing with Rocket League is better for uh, consumers as a whole. So I think it's a good thing that they purchased them. Uh, One of the things that they are changing uh, with Rocket League that I think is going to that is going to improve is that um, you you are now going to have complete cross play across all platforms and cross progression, which is very, very cool as somebody who has, uh, well, I don't want to say hundreds, I'll say dozens of hours in the in Rocket League on PC. I got that one for free, so when it came to Nintendo Switch, I was like, well, I can I can also buy that one, although now that I think about it, I may have gotten that one for free, too. I may have gotten the, the Rocket League on Switch as a review copy. I can't remember, because um, it, it was a while back, but it, whether I paid for it or not is beside the point. Um, so, But I, I ended up playing it again on Nintendo Switch because I wanted to have it portable. This was back when I was part of the New York State Master Teacher Program, um, which you can be in for four years. Uh, and I'm no longer in it because I did my four years. Uh, and I was traveling a lot. I was going to um, a lot of conferences and stuff like that. And I brought my Switch with me so that I could play Rocket League on the go. 
And I would hook up my switch to the hotel Wi-Fi. I would hop on Discord with a friend and we would play Rocket League while I was in the hotel because I had nothing else to do. Um, so I have had I had so much fun with Rocket League. In fact, I'm not sure which platform I've played the most on. Uh, it, it really, it's kind of a toss-up. But anyway, that's beside the point. Um, how is this cross-platform progression going to work with Rocket League, especially for somebody like me who owns it on multiple platforms and has played a lot on multiple platforms? This is kind of an important question that people want to get their heads around because they don't want to do something wrong. So Nintendo Life uh, wrote up this article that is ex- explains how it works, and they've got a couple of quotes in here that are uh, pretty important. So let's start reading these quotes. The first one, it says, Rocket League's cross-platform progression is made possible with an Epic Games account. I'm going to stop there for a second. An Epic Games account, what Epic Games is trying to do here, and I think that this is really cool, is they are trying to be the glue in the multi-platform world. Like we've got our um, Xboxes and we've got our Playstations and we've got our uh, Stadia and Nintendo Switch and PC and whatever else gets out there. We've got all of these places and Epic Games wants to be that account that you can have where you can log in and link it to all of those places so that you have the same progression no matter what system you're playing on. And I think that that's great. I think that's a good idea. I would prefer it be Discord because I like Discord more than I like Epic Games, but I don't know, whatever. Uh, So anyway, they go on to say, creating one or signing into your existing Epic Games account is the first step of the process. You'll be prompted to do this when you sign up for Rocket League for the first time after the update. Once that's completed, there are a couple of different ways to connect your Rocket League platforms to your Epic Games account and complete the process for cross-platform progression. All right, pay attention to this. You want to make sure that you do this right. Okay, here we go. Once you are logged in, you will be asked to set a primary platform. Your primary platform will be your source of progression. Uh, so they have the Rocket Pass progress, which is basically your battle pass for that particular game, kind of like in Fortnite. Uh, so this is your Rocket Pass progression, your competitive rank, your XP level, and for all of your platforms. In other words, be sure to choose the platform where you have the most progress in Rocket Pass and your highest competitive rank, credit, and esports tokens balances will stay tied to each platform as they cannot be transferred to a new platform. So what that means is that let's say that I purchased, I don't know, like some kind of whatever the in-game currency is for Rocket League, which I don't I don't know what that is because I never bought anything in Rocket League. I just play it. I don't care what my car looks like, and it's all cosmetic anyway. Um, so let's say that you purchased some of that uh, in-game currency on your PS4, when you link all of your accounts, your in-game currency stays on your PS4. You cannot transfer that, okay? Your eSports token balances, which I have to be honest, I don't know what that is because I'm just one of those idiots that drives the car as fast as I can at the ball as, you know, to try and hit it in the right, generally in the right direction. Uh, so I don't care about the eSports token balances because I'm not an eSports guy when it comes to Rocket League. I'm just not good enough. Well, when it comes to anything, I'm just not good enough. 
All right. They go on to say, once your primary platform is selected, you will be able to play within your competitive rank and Rocket Pass progress and XP level on all other connected platforms. So what exactly is shared across platforms? Here's what's shared and here's what's not shared. All earned free drops, com common items and event items, season rewards and titles, Rocket Pass items, item shop purchases, blueprints, and items built from blueprints, and all Rocket League branded DLC, including the Legacy Pack, which a quick reminder for you, if you owned Rocket League before they made the announcement of uh, that they were doing this cross-platform thing, if you owned Rocket League already, you get all of the DLC that has ever come out for Rocket League, Is that's how I understood it. Uh, added to your account, which is really fantastic. Here's what's not shared. What's not shared is platform exclusive items like Sweet Tooth, Hog Sticker, Armadillo, Mario and Luigi, NSR, and Samus's Gunship. So these are skins that are platform specific. So you can't use your Mario and Luigi racing uh, race cars on your pla uh, on your PlayStation, for example, and that makes perfect sense. Uh, also, not shared is the Ultimate Edition on disc DLC Batman DC Superheroes. Excuse me, Superheroes pack. Here's the reason for that: licensing. Okay, uh, so wh wherever that on disc DLC thing, they paid a license fee, and you can't just start transferring that license to other platforms. So, if you got that on will say your Xbox, well, that's where it's going to stay. And that's something you're going to want to keep in mind. Uh, premium DLC packs, licensed content that was previous available in the showroom, like Back to the Future, Jurassic World, DC Superheroes, Fast and the Furious, Ghostbusters, Knight Rider, etc. All of that stuff is not shared, again, because of licensing issues. That's not something that Epic Games really has any control over. They would need to get permission from... Uh, whatever movies uh, that that or whatever movie companies own the rights to that stuff, and then finally your credits and esports tokens balances. I like how clear and concise this is. Concise. I I like how they're explaining this. Uh, it's very obvious what comes through. I'm gonna say I don't care about any of the, that skin stuff, but if you are somebody that does. Well, you're probably going to want to keep playing on the on the the one that you have. But but here's the cool thing: sure, your uh, the skins that you have, like you, maybe you've got the Ecto One skin, which sounds really cool. I, you know, I'm actually that that is something very awesome. That if I could get it without spending money, I probably would. But let's say you unlock that thing, uh, and it's stuck on your uh, on your PC version of the game, something like that. Um, I think it's okay that you can't transfer that to another platform because you can still play on the other platform and you can push your your account to higher levels. You can gain more XP, but then when you go and you play on that original platform, you get all of your skins back. So I think overall, this is pretty good. And I, I really like what... Um, what Epic Games is doing with the Epic Games account. And I hope that they uh, kind of become that glue 
that holds cross-platform, cross-progression gameplay together. Because I don't like it when, for no good reason, um, you know, one platform can't play with another. I want people to be able to play the game that they want to play wherever they want to play it. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, everybody. It is Wednesday. And on Wednesdays, I give you the Patreon update. Stick around for this one because it's going to turn into a discussion point. All right. Um, so let's start with the Patreon update. Uh, you know, first off, thank you to everybody who is a patron, whether you are part of the Buck a Month Club or maybe you get the episodes of of most of my shows early, like 143 Pixels and Nintendo Switchcraft. Uh, perhaps you're a producer and I shout out your stuff at the end of the show or uh, perhaps you are a, an executive producer and I mention you at the beginning of the show. Well, whatever tier you're in, thank you very much. Um, I did get a uh, message from one of our executive producers who just received their exclusive mug uh, that they got from Patreon. And they said, thank you so much for the mug. And it's got my Nintendo Switch logo on it. So um, I just wanted to say uh, thanks for showing me the picture of it because I don't have one and I don't know what they look like. So I wanted to see. So thank you very much. Uh, to that to that patron who sent that in. Now, I said a moment ago that I was going to turn this into content, and this is this is how I'm going to turn it into content because somebody sent me a message. They said, "Bill, um, have you looked into Cat Quest Two? And I said, "You know what? No, I have not um, got it, uh, played any Cat Quest Two. I played the hell out of Cat Quest One. Uh, Cat Quest One is a really really great game. I had so much fun with it." Uh, but I never, I didn't play Cat Quest 2 because I've got, I, I gotta be honest, I've got a billion games to play right now and I just didn't feel the need to, uh, to buy Cat Quest 2. Uh, but Cat Quest 2 just got a new update and I thought that people might want to know about this. So basically, in Cat Quest, you play as a cat. And you run around in this uh, cartoon world, very Zelda-like, very action combat, uh, very dungeon crawlery, and it's really, really cool. Uh, but in Cat Quest 2, it's more of that, and they added in a whole bunch of new stuff. Uh, they added in new gameplay, uh, giving you like new abilities that you can unlock by doing some stuff. You can now sprint, which is really good for getting across the world quickly. Uh, they've added new enemies to the game as well as new structures, new dungeons for you to go in, and new challenge modes for you to uh, go through. 
Uh, and I just wanted to let people know about it. I haven't played Cat Quest 2, but Cat Quest 1 was was just fantastic. And um, I just wanted to let people know that there was a new update. And I wanted to thank our patron uh, that sent me the message to say, Hey, did you know about what's going on with Cat Quest 2? So thank you. Now, now I do, because I didn't. Uh, and um, I wanted to pass that information on to everyone else. Okay, two... Well, actually, no, not two. Three quick things, and then I'm going to get out of here. Um, Normally on Fridays... I do the mailbag, which is throughout the week I post things to Twitter and you guys respond and then I turn that into um, you know a, a, a segment on the show on Fridays. I'm gonna keep doing that as long as you guys keep responding to it and like this week I, I had some really, really good stuff to talk about for Friday. but Friday's my anniversary and I think I'm just gonna take the day off. So I may not be putting out an episode on Friday. I will, and if I end up not not putting out an episode on Friday, uh, I will save all of those responses that you guys sent to me and just throw it into next week's uh, mailbag topic. So uh, keep that in mind. All right. So that's thing number one. Thing number two. All right. Thing number two. One of my favorite games on the Super Nintendo was a game that I did not play back when the Super Nintendo came out. Uh, I didn't play this game until much, much later, and that is Zombies Ate My Neighbors. Zombies Ate My Neighbors is this really cool... I guess I would describe it as a twin-stick shooter, although the Super Nintendo did not have sticks. Uh, So basically, you moved with the D-pad, and you would shoot the direction... Uh, based on which button you were pushing on, you know, the diamond formation of the face buttons on the Super Nintendo. And is a really, really good game. Uh, my son and I played that game together. Um, and we played it when he was, like, really, really young. And you might be like, hold on, you're playing a zombie game with your really, really young kid? Uh, well, yeah, but the zombies are cartoonish and ridiculous, and you're shooting them with squirt guns. Like, it's you're shooting water. Uh, so it's it's perfectly fine. And Zombies Ain't My Neighbor is a super, super fun game. It's uh, really awesome. And it has w- what I would describe as a spiritual successor on its way. Now, I, I don't believe that this is from the original developers of the, the first game. It is a spiritual successor instead. And it's called Demons Ate My Neighbors right and uh so i was like whoa wait a second let me check this out and i as i watched it i realized that yeah this is this is a love letter to zombies ate my neighbors you have the same the same basic art style uh you are shooting what looks like to be squirt guns at the demons instead of the zombies and it looks well actually they kind of look like zombies too it looks really really fun this is a twin stick shooter and I'm excited for this. Um, I had no idea that this was a thing, but then when I when I stumbled across this YouTube video today, I was like, "Demons ain't my neighbors." I am pumped for this. I think it looks really, really fun, and I can't wait for it to come 
to Nintendo Switch. Now, what I saw in the video, it didn't really jump out at me that there's a, a release date or anything yet. It's just a teaser. We'll find out more in the future, but um, watch this space for more information about Demons Ate My Neighbors coming to Nintendo Switch at some point. Speaking of things coming to Nintendo Switch, there's also, you know, if you go back to when I was a kid, uh, one of my favorite shows, uh, and of course, because I'm a kid from the 80s, one of my favorite shows was G.I. Joe. I loved G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe was absolutely amazing. What a great show that was when I was growing up. And, you know, they would always end the show with, um, you know, the the, the safety message. Uh, and by the way, if you've never seen, like somebody took all of those safety messages and then this was really old. Uh, and then they took all of those safety messages and then voiced over them about hot dogs or something. It's the weirdest thing. But anyway, that's not what this is about. This is about G.I. Joe. Operation Blackout. I'm sorry, let me do that right. All right, G.I. Joe, Operation, Operation Blackout, Blackout, official reveal trailer, and it looks really cool. It's uh, it's basically a team-based third-person shooter uh, where you play as the G.I. Joe characters, and I have a lot of nostalgia for, uh, uh, for the G.I. Joe characters. I even liked... The horrible G.I. Joe movies, they weren't very good movies, but I enjoyed watching them because of my nostalgia for G.I. Joe. And I think that 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 has a lot more to do with being a kid of the 80s, where as you grew up, like my childhood was commoditized and toyified in such a way that nostalgia is very, very... Uh, a very, very powerful thing for people who grew up in the 80s, uh, especially for, you know, when, when we played with these toys and stuff like that. The game has co-op and PvP multiplayer. It looks really, really good. Uh, for me, as I was watching this, I thought, is it is it um, is this like a turn-based game? Like, there, there's a couple of scenes where the characters are moving, and the, the first thing that came to my mind was, okay, what I'm looking at here is very reminiscent of, oh man, I can't even think of the name of the game right now. There was a 3DS game, and I'm going to describe it to you, and you're going to be like, that's the craziest thing I've ever heard. There's no there's no way that that existed. Uh, but there's this 3DS game that came out a few years ago, and you played um, as, you played alongside uh, people like the Cowardly Lion, and uh, you worked for Abraham Lincoln and you had like steam powered weapons. Okay. And it was a turn based game where you would move everything in third person. Um, you would move everything in third person like you would in a third person shooter, but you were using up like your action points and stuff like that. Very much like. Another game from Sega that I can't think of the name of, and I didn't think of it until just now, and that's why I'm I'm having trouble with it. Um, Codename Steam. Thank you very much, Johnny Link. Uh, Codename Steam is the name that I was trying to think of. Uh, all right, moving on. So when I saw this footage, I thought, oh, it, this looks a lot like Codename Steam, which I think would be really cool. But 
the, they are describing it as a team-based third-person shooter. So it's not turn-based. This is real-time-based. Like I said, it's got co-op and, multi, and uh, PvP, and it looks real good. It's coming to Xbox and PlayStation and Nintendo Switch. And, I, you know, you'd probably be better off, it, you know, as long as it hits uh, a good solid frame rate, then I would probably prefer to play it on Nintendo Switch instead of anywhere else. Uh, but, you know, if you have uh, a big advantage by playing on those other platforms and there's cross-platform, that's something to keep in mind as well. Uh, so I, I have a lot of nostalgia for, for this, and I'm I'm very interested in G.I. Joe Operation Blackout. I feel like this is a game that can either co- uh, turn out to be incredibly fantastic or it can be a real stinker. Uh, and only time will tell. It comes out October 13th, 2020, so it's definitely something I'm going to keep an eye on because uh, nostalgia is a powerful, powerful thing. Well, everybody, that is it for this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. Before we get out of here, I want to thank our patrons. Uh, we've got a whole bunch of different levels that you can support at. If you if you just head on over to patreon.com slash runjumpstomp, you can become a producer like Josephine, Eric Smith, Jordan Forbes, Matt Hadfield, Bowser, Travis McGuire, Trucker Paul, and podcast listener. Uh, thank you to each and every one of you. You guys are amazing. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you uh, for supporting independent games news. Uh, it's so much fun, and I, you know, I wouldn't be able to do this this job as as I do it without your help. So thank you very much. Uh, let's wrap up the show. We've got a couple of things that I want to make sure everybody knows about. Uh, check out the YouTube channel. Check out the uh, the Twitch channel. Check out my Twitter. You can find links to all of that stuff, including a link to our community Discord with over 1,500 other gamers and uh, fans of video games waiting to talk to you by heading on over to runjumpstomp.com. That's runjumpstomp.com. Get over there as quick as you can because I think that you'll find other people to talk to about games. The music from today's episode and from just about every episode is all music by Noteblock. So everything you heard today in the show was by Noteblock. You can find a link to their stuff uh, on my website, runjumpstomp.com. And let's get out of here. Thanks for listening. I'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye.